I'm back, yes. Second episode today. <clears throat> and I'm going to compare my writing from like a long time ago, a few years ago, to my writing now. And this writing is unquoted if you'd like to access it. And from the last episode, I already do know, you you probably know how to spell it already, all that stuff like that. But I haven't told you my profile name yet. My profile name is GG, two capital G's. That's what my profile name is, in case you want to read my things, uh, my work. So here's this. It's probably here. Let me info. Um, it's 1.0 pages. Wait, what? Let me see. Um, okay, uh, I don't know when this was done. This was probably done a few years ago, like two years ago. I'm not quite sure. But, and also, this is my work. Yeah. This is called The Magical Cat and the Wolf of Lost Stars by Gigi, which is me. Um, chapter 1, Tree Start. Eight cats jumped into the about-to-be-active volcano. The lava flowed up into the sky, and the cats were inside it, with their wings letting the lava do the work. The lava was, was not even burning them, and was letting them float in it, and then dive back, bomb back into the volcano. Once they hit the lava, they closed their eyes and fell back into the volcano. They were like lions, tigers, and cheetahs at the same time. A cat with bright blue eyes flew up to the volcano, but was too late if she wanted to catch the other cats. She sneered with disappointment and blew a sheet of ice on the side of the, of the volcano. Suddenly, a cat burst out of the now halfway covered in ice volcano and blew a, a ball of fire towards the ice, breaking it so hard that when it fell, you couldn't even see it. The yellow wings suddenly faded into red as Firestar approached the she-cat. What do you want? He asked fiercely. Nothing, the whitish-blue she-cat replied. And then why are you here? He began to get suspicious. He noticed that there were two other cats flying towards him, and he began to shift back toward the volcano with every heartbeat. Tree Star wants you. The she-cat... Tree Star wants to... S I'm sorry if I mess up words. Tree Star wants to see you. There we go. The she-cat informed. Ice Star. Fire Star snorted. Started. I thought I told you last time to tell him I'm busy. Firestar noticed that Ice Star's wings began to turn to absolute ice. No, you didn't. You told River Star. Ice Star opened her mouth showing a mouthful of icy blue fangs. It didn't take long before I started wings. Before I started wings started to turn to complete ice. Fine, have it your way. I started started to turn back. But remember, I'll be back. I star whispered. Then flew off into the sky. Firestar stared in the direction where I star went until she was gone. And then leaped back into the volcano. So that was chapter one. And this was probably when I was like eight. Um, chapter two, Tree Star Finds Out. This is very short. Tree Star waited at the clearing of the Water Clan camp. Ice Star landed next to him. So, Tree Star asked. Ice Star gazed at Tree Star, lowering her head and, and lowered her head and said nothing. Ice Star padded into Water Clan camp with Tree Star following. If he said no and you were too busy to go back to the volcano, I could arrange meetings for tomorrow. Tree Star tried to get Ice Star's attention, but it obviously wasn't working. He waited for Ice Star to reply, but she never did. He switched his tail back and forth impatiently. 
cats flew over to congratulate Ice Star out and see if she made the agreement. Did you make the agreement? River Star asked. Sadly, no, Ice Star replied softly, then headed to the leader's den. She climbed up the ice steps and slid through the crack into the icy den, squeezing underneath the frozen ivy and vine overhang. That was chapter two. And it was short, I'm sorry. About Chapter 3, Tree Clan Warriors. Sky Star dove into the sky pond, catching a sky fish in, in her jaws. Storm Star followed her back to the sky clan camp. Storm, Char- Storm Star, just because you are my brother doesn't mean you have to follow me around all the time. Sky Star moaned. I know, Storm Star replied. But you are the leader of Sky Clan. Storm, Storm Star finished his speech with a long sigh and looked behind the group of two and saw two other cats hidden in the sky bushes floating so they wouldn't fall to the ground storm star started flying faster toward the sky clan camp holding his sister closer with his wing they flew toward the bushes and entered the air currents they dropped their wings and raced into the wind tunnel falling on fa- falling on clouds storm star looked behind them to see if there were any more cats following them and right when he turned his head he saw wine star and two other cats from tree clan jump out of the sky bushes and spread their wings I'm at least glad we didn't get jumped on. Stormstar thought he knew Tree Clan was up to something, and he was going to figure it out. Okay, that was chapter three. That was kind of short, but yeah. Chapter four, The Wolf. This one's long, but okay, this one's very long. Ice Star shifted. This would be the first time her and Firestar would be face-to-face after their encounter. She saw Tree Star flying to the water to the watering hole where they had their gatherings near near here. I think I said here, but it spelled her. But I'm not when where they where they had the gra- where they had their gatherings. And near her, a fire star and the other leaders. I'm sorry, I'm getting kind of confused. She saw Tree Star flying to the watering hole where they had their gatherings. Near her, fire star and the other leaders flanking her from the sides and behind. Oh, I get it. So, I'm going to just do a visual depiction because that might have been a, little, a bit confusing. I-Star is flying to the um, watering hole and Tree-Star and Fire-Star and all the other leaders flanking her are following her to the watering hole. She would she would never hear the end of it. She sloped down toward the watering hole and landed, being the first to arrive. Firestar landed on the other side of the watering hole, looking fierce, while Tree Star and Earth Star landed beside him. Ice Star felt the wind current Sky Star was bringing in when she landed. Firestar gave everyone the look that it was time to start the gathering. He nodded at Tree Star. Tree Star began. There hasn't been anything strange in Tree Clan yet, but last night the silver wolf with golden paws and gold moon dust at the tip of her tail and rainbow eyes appeared last night at Tree Clan, at Tree Clan camp and stared at us for a few moments, then ran off. She had golden stars on her pelt, and when she ran, there were streams that were colored gold, black, and silver following her, and she had rainbow wings. Streetstar sounded astonished as he imagined the wolf again, describing every detail that he had saw before the wolf left, running through the night. The other cats looked at each other, concerned. What? Ice-Star looked at, at the water, longing to jump in and wake up, but she knew that this time it wasn't a dream. She couldn't do that. Is it? Firestar stared into the water. Ice-Star knew what he... Ice-Star... I'm messing up words again. Sorry. Ice-Star knew what he was about to say, and she opened her mouth to object, but picturing the wolf again in her mind made her stop from doing so. Is it? 
The Wolf of Lost Stars? Firestar looked deeply worried. Earthstar looked into Firestar's eyes. No, Earthstar said, Earthstar firmly answered. Earthstar, Star exclaimed. The answer is yes, and you know it's too, Star finished. Skystar took a step too closer to Star, fear in her eyes. Let's just all go back to our territories and guard them in case we see anything strange. We'll have another meeting when the next full moon comes. Skystar looked at the other cats, then flew off, flew off with Star close behind. Chapter 5, The Message. Oh man, this one's good, but it's really short. Star flew into the water, splashing her wings. She got out and stepped onto the dirt. Suddenly, a dragon made, of, made out of earth emerged out of the ground. Earth Star. Star muttered under her, under her breath. She flew up to a wing current, but the dragon followed her. She leaped into a tunnel and flew toward the ground. Once she landed, she flew towards the river and watched closely, only her eyes surfacing to look for signs of danger. She waited in silence for a few moments and then saw the rocks lift off of the ground and smash together, making the words, don't threaten me again. And the message was from Earthstar. Flames suddenly swiveled around the, wor- around the wor- words, and when the flames burst into a fire, the words and fire disappeared. Okay, that was chapter five. Chapter six, hunting. I actually, I accidentally put chapter five hunting, but it's six. Okay, chapter six hunting. This is also pretty short. Earthstar lunged at a squirrel, just missing its tail. Still need apprentice training? Rockstar laughed. I know that feeling. Earthstar glanced at Rockstar. No, he retorted, lunging for a mouse, catching it by the tail and admiring it in his claws before he ate it. Besides, I don't want or need it now. And I had the worst mentor, but now I'm clan leader. I can put all of that in the past, and I already have, so I need to focus on being clan leader more, Earthstar explained. Earthstar walked to the cliff, slipping underneath it to avoid in the rain with Rockstar and to eat his mouse in peace. He shared it with Rockstar, and it was gone quickly. It rained until morning. Earthstar awoke, waking Rockstar. Let's go hunt before it starts raining again. A falcon swooped over the ridge and into the water, grabbing a fish in its talons. In his talons, Earthstar leaped. Earthstar leaped into the air, scaring it away, and landed in a tree to watch from above. Rockstar landed next to him. What are we doing? Rockstar asked. Shh. Earthstar glared at Rockstar. Oh, sorry. What are we doing? Whispered Rockstar. Earthstar sighed. He didn't explain. He just glanced at Rockstar for a moment, then heard paws scurrying across the rocky outcrop. Suddenly, Earthstar leaped into the sky and dived for his prey. He landed on it, then wings slapped his face. Earthstar, Star screamed, throwing him off. Star, what are you doing here? Earthstar asked suspiciously. Chapter 7. The Report. This one's also short. Star told Earthstar everything. She told him that she had seen the wolf each night, and described, and she described every small detail about the wolf. The wolf is coming. Star sounded worried with every letter that came out of her mouth. She has a thousand other wolves going to drop from the stars and land in our territory tomorrow night. They will land everywhere until they all reach land, and this place will be crowded, but not with us, with wolves. Star took a deep breath, then continued. We need to get the Wolf of Lost Stars back into the sky before tomorrow at midnight. I've already delivered this message to all the other clans. We need to work together to, the, to get the wolf back into the sky before tomorrow at midnight, or it's game over. Okay, chapter 8, The Star. This one's pretty, this one's kind of long. Firestar flapped his wings furiously, flapping it to the mountains with his friend falling close behind. Star had informed him to meet her and the other clans 
where, where the first star fell, a.k.a. in the mountains, where there was a shape of a star engraved in emeralds, sparks, rubies, crystals, and other things that would be found if you dug deep enough into the soil. He landed when he saw a glimpse of ice stars' blue wings. Ice blue wings. You called me in Volcano Clan here, right? Firestar violently landed on the snow-covered slope and padded down toward the clearing where the others were waiting for him to arrive. Correct, Ice Star called out. He got to the clearing and nodded to the other leaders. Ice Star's icy, icy blue eyes swept over all the clans and their leaders. May we begin? She may we begin she pushed it she pushed aside a boulder then a star engraved out of emeralds sparks and various other beautiful things that emerged from underneath the snow the fallen star tree star gasped and everyone bowed at at, at its presence this is why i called you here i star stared at the sky hard looking at every individual star this is the only way to stop the wolf of, lo- of the lost stars she looked at each and every cat there making sure they were paying careful attention then continued we must all stand on it. Then it will emerge out of the soil and go into the sky. The wolf, being the wolf, will be attracted to the star and follow it all the way back to her cave, and she will stay there for a hundred more years. Then, when she comes back the next year, we'll do the same thing. Easy peasy. I start gazed at everyone. Okay, then, let's do it now. Earth Star put his paw on the star, but Ice Star knocked it off with her wing. No, it won't work now. It will work tonight when the Wolf of Lost Stars is going to invade. She stared at the sky once more. It's happening, she yelled. Chapter 9, The Miracle. This is the last chapter. Oh my gosh, that's so long. Okay, you ready? <sighs> okay. Wolves charge out of the sky like missiles, their wings fall- flowing behind them. Now, we must touch the star... To stop the invasion, Sky Star put her paw on the star, then Ice Star. The other cats followed. They waited for a moment, then looked at the sky. Nothing had happened. Oh, that reminds me. I left at the part that if you touch the star when the wolves have, have started invading, it won't work. Ice Star clearly didn't know what had just happened because she sounded pleased. Uh, uh-oh. We are living with wolves for the rest of our lives. Run! Ice Star suddenly realized that they were doomed. The cats each took off in different directions, dodging the star wolves who were plummeting to the ground like meteors. In an hour, the wolves had all landed, covering the earth, and then the cats were nowhere to be found. Tree Clan was hiding under the trees. Sky Clan was hiding inside the clouds. Volcano Clan was hiding in chambers deep in, deep in the lava. Water Clan was hiding in the very deep water, and Earth Clan was hiding inside rocks. The wolves were crowding the place, and it was, and it would be long, and it would be a long time before. The cats saw the sky again. Um, excuse me. Here, I'm, I'm gonna stop reading the fan fiction for, I mean, not fan fiction, the book for a minute. Um, I said Water Clan was hiding in the very deep water, but I act, but I actually meant Ice Clan, just to clarify that, because there isn't a Water Clan. Anyways, uh, suddenly, through all the chaos, the fallen star glowed. All the wolves froze. Sky Star was the first to walk out of her hiding place, and the other clan leaders followed. The wolves, frozen with fear, eyed them, eyed them closely. The cats walked to the star and tried again, but it didn't work. The wolves, unfrozen, came closer to the cats, snarling and howling. The clan leaders tried again, but nothing happened. They faced the wolves, their teeth exposed. Sky Star put her paw on the star and closed her eyes. Sky Star, what are you doing? The star doesn't work. We need to fight the wolves. Is it? It's the only way to get rid of them, I Star yelled through all the chaos. 
The sky star had heard her, but she ignored her. The star started glowing. Ice star put her paw on the star, too, and it glowed brighter. Then fire star put his paw on it, and it glowed brighter. Tree star and rock star did the same, and it glowed brighter. Suddenly, the star blew a wave of yellow light all through the land and into the night sky. The wolves whimpered when the light hit them and then flew back into the night sky, turning into stars. We did it, yelled Ice star. High wing, Ice star and fire star high-fived with their wings. All the cats came into the water and cold and celebrated. Now the cats knew what to do next year when the wolves came. Inject some magic into the star and they will leave. Okay, that's the end of that. That is a fully finished book right there. And then I'm going to go to my fourth page. That's a fully finished book. Now, this one that, I'm, that I wrote on Quotive isn't fully finished isn't fully finished and it's the mysterious fog and the telepathic powers of flora willick hello there um and you heard me read the description on the other episode i'm gonna jump into it i'm only i've only done chapter one so far though so don't be disappointed if i don't have like chapter two or something but i'm hoping to make this fan fiction long um i mean not fan fiction book i keep calling it fan fiction it's a book okay anyways here is my writing from like a day ago chapter one the rolling fog flora stepped onto the patio litter with small with small raindrops side note the cats in the um book the magical um the magical cats in the wolf of lost stars though they were cats with wings these people are humans in the mysterious fog and the telepathic powers of flora willick just to let you know so you don't get confused anyways ella we should go inside it's starting to rain flora started started to protest but ella her older sister hushed her no we're going to stay here look how peaceful it is ella waved her hand toward the sky which was now darkening from the rainfall a light pitter patter sounded as as the rain hit the roof of their house the black shingles on the roof tried to escape and flee from the water but they were firmly placed and couldn't go down the trickle that was now starting to drip into the driveway from the roof uh, we actually should. Ella's voice trailed off as the raindrops flew harder, the, flew harder to the ground. Come on. Flora grabbed Ella's arm and raced inside, both of them slightly wet. There you are. We thought you'd never come inside, their dad exclaimed jokingly. We're not ever going to come inside. You're, you got that right. Ella turned around and started walking back outside. Of course, Flora had no choice but to follow her because when they were younger, Ella and Flora had played a game. The rules of the game were that if Ella won, if Ella won, Flora would have to do anything she wanted Flora to do. If Flora won, then that didn't happen. Ella ended up winning. For forgot about winning a, a, a while, so Flora didn't have to follow her around everywhere and do what she and do what she commands. Then one day Ella brought it up again. Then then they started doing it again. So now Flora had to do everything Ella wanted. And in this case, Ella wanted her to come back outside again. Flora silently moaned and then followed Ella outside. Now, guess what Flora saw? Yes, Flora saw that the ground was completely wet and soaked, and that everything around them was soaked. Ella, let's just go inside. We're going to get soaked anyway. Flora pulled on Ella's arm, trying to drag her back into the house. Ella stood as still as a statue, pulling Flora back up to face the rain. Ella pulled on Flora, and Flora couldn't hold in and gave in to the pool. They both started walking into the rain, and Flora could feel raindrops pattering on her forehead. Ella, Sage, Willick, we cannot go into the pouring rain without getting ourselves soaked, and I would rather not have another bath, Flora argued. 
Ella turned around, open your mouth to speak. Flora Rosetta, Rosette Willick. We are going to get soaked and we are going to feel peaceful afterward. There's nothing wrong with a little rainwater, Ella argued back. Ella, let's just go inside already, Flora complained. Look, Ella pointed toward the sky, and they both stared at what was forming. Big dark, big, dark clouds were in a giant group together and were crossing the sky fast. Booming noise sounded from above them, and the clouds drifted over their house. Ella, inside now, Flora demandingly ordered. Ella stayed still. Then the fog left the neighborhood and moved on to the next. What was that? Ella asked, pointing at the sky and muttering to herself. I don't know, but that's why we're supposed to be inside, Flora hissed. They both ran inside, Flora pulling on Ella's arm. That's the end of chapter one. So there was that. That's like recent, 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 recent writing. Here's other writing. And I'm halfway through chapter two in this, and this is Sadie's Power. And I read this too. I read the description for this in the other episode too. Um, in the episode of Getting Distracted and Sandwings. Um, but, uh, here's writing that's, a, that's like five days old. And then my, um, Flora Willock, the, the Mysterious Fog and the Telepathic Powers of Flora Willock was like two days old. Okay, chapter one. Don't let anyone know. No one can know it all. Those thoughts pounded in Sadie's head at this moment. The crowd cheered with what they thought was encouraging. Silence, the teacher hissed, and all the kids in Sadie's classroom went silent. The teacher, Miss Collins, walked into the room filled with, new, with, filled with now silent students. Everyone, I want you sitting at your desk quietly, not playing around, Miss Collins waved the kids. Miss Collins waved the kids back to their table spots, leaving Amber and Sadie the only ones standing in the room. Amber, Sadie, what were you thinking getting everyone excited enough that I have to come in here, Miss Collins accusingly asked as Sadie stepped back a little, wanting to go back to her stable, to her table spot with the other girls. Um, Amber started gulping after she had tried to speak for, gulping after she had tried to speak for what seemed like an eternity. Sadie shot Jade and Cindy, her two best friends, a worried look, and they tried to mount back. Get over here while Amber is talking. Luckily, Sadie can't read lips very well, so it sound, so it looked more like jet, clover, deer, dell, dander, kids flocking. Sandy looked at them with confusion. Sadie looked at them with confusion, and then they dropped their arm their arms and let them hang over their chair as they watched Amber nervously gulp again for the thousandth time. What is your explanation, Amber? Miss Collins prompted. Uh, well, it was actually um. Casey's decision to have me and Sadie face off, so, um, it isn't our fault that we're still standing here right now, and Amber's voice trailed off. Sadie let out a breath she hadn't realized she was holding. At least she told the truth. Sadie put her red hair into her bright pink scrunchie. Well then, go back to your seats. Miss Collins shooed them away with her arms, and Sadie speed walked to her spot. Her back to Miss Collins. What did you say? What did you say? Sadie asked Cindy and Jade when she got to her spot. She fumbled with the tape holding her name tag to the table. We mouthed for you to get over here while Amber, while Amber was talking. Cindy answered, whispering, whispering, What did you think we said? Jade, Jade chimed in, her vo- er, keeping her voice low. I thought you said jet, clover, deer, dell, dander, kids, flocking. Cindy and Jade both gave her a concerned look. What? I'm not very good at, what? I'm not very good at reading lips, Sadie explained. All three girls turned back to their worksheets and for the rest of and for the rest of the class that was all they did until the bell rang and it was time for lunch. 
Okay, chapter two is really short because I'm not done with it yet. It's going to be long. I think it's going to be the same length as chapter one. But chapter two is short. It's not long because I'm not finished with it. So just telling you that. Chapter two. Sadie sat down in the grass with her lunchbox. Jade and Cindy following. Ugh, it smells like cheese again, Jade complained. Sadie sniffed the air. I don't, her sentence was cut off as Sadie remembered that her power would kick in any moment now. You don't smell it? That's impossible, Jade threw her arms up. Then Sadie smelled it, and Jade was right. Someone had packed rotting cheese for lunch. I do smell it, Sadie started sniffing the air yet again to make sure sure her logic was correct. And it smells like someone has packed the most rotten cheese in the entire world. Sadie confidently finished, opening her lunchbox up. She had carrots, celery, and a sandwich. Basic meal for anyone who wanted to eat quickly. Okay, so there's my five-day-old writing, kind of. And then I have this writing that I'm working on. It's called Beautiful Wings. And here's the introduction. So I'm still working on this, too. And it's also a book. It's like probably a week old okay introduction to the societies the light society and everyone's just to clarify everyone is fairies in this world just to let you know anyways light society leaders princess mountain princess glacier and princess dragon fruit mountain teal and see-through wings glacier cloud colored wings Dragon fruit, sapphire colored wings. Healers, birch and bristle. Birch, beautiful see-through birch colored wings. Bristle, light brown wings with white flecks where the wings start on her back. Warriors, starfruit, yellow and gold wings. Sunray, golden see-through wings. Oakwood, dark peach wings. Tapestry, elegant crimson wings. Copper, brass colored wings. Tulip, violet wings. Spies, dazzle, purple wings. Drizzle, clear see-through sky blue wings. Stork, white wings. Wake. Blue, almost sapphire colored wings. Dark Society. Leaders. Princess Shadow, Princess Eclipse, Princess Void, Queen Darkness, and King Smokeless. Shadow. Elegant midnight black wings. Eclipse. Glittering black wings with a tinge of gold. Void. Obsidian black wings. Darkness. Captivating shimmering black wings. Smokeless. Dark misty colored wings. Healers. Abyss. Abyss. Almost glowing black and blue wings. Warriors. Shallow, see-through, almost not visible blue wings. Shade, close to to pearly black wings. Jade, dark, misty green wings. Abyss, abyss is a warrior and a healer. Almost glowing black and blue wings. Spies, jade, jade is a warrior and a spy. Dark, misty green wings. Olive tree, misty, blackish, and light brownish wings. Gray society, leaders. Tunnel, tunnel. Tunnel is... Dragon fruits, mountains, and glaciers father from the light society, but pay, but paying his tribute to the gray society, and also we're now we're doing pets in the description now, and you'll find out soon why. Um, gray for its female fox named Cinder, nickname Cindy. Healers, jungle, jungle. Gray for female fox named Sapling, Sap for short. Warriors, jungle, jungle is a hero and a warrior. Is a healer and a warrior. Gray furred female fox named Sapling Sap for short. Stump. Gray furred female fox named Jazzer. Spike. Gray furred male fox named Hollow. Spies. Clamo. Gray furred female fox named Trixie. Okay, that was the introduction to the to, to the societies, and then I have a legend right now too done, and it's why the Gray Society isn't okay. Legend one: Why the Gray Society doesn't have wings.
Come on, we can do it. We can break the crystal, Tunnel yelled. His misty gray wings brushed against his shoulder as he jumped into the lake. The Gray Society was trying to break the dark crystal because they had read something that if you broke it, the Dark Society wouldn't have wings. Then, Tunnel forgot about his pet cinder. I remembered his pet cinder. She's good. She knows not to fall into this water, Tunnel hopefully thought. After a few minutes of swimming in the dark crystal lake, Tunnel saw land. Land, he called, his head popping out of the water for a breath. He started swimming faster, and then he reached the landmass of black, slippery rock. He climbed out of the water, drying his wings. Let's break it, he encouraged. Him and several other Grey Society members cluttered around the crystal, and then smashed it with all the force they could muster. In a few seconds, it shattered and shattered, pieces of the crystal flying everywhere. Are their wings gone? Someone in the crowd murmured. Then Tunnel looked around and saw that the Grey Society's wings were all gone. No. How is that possible? Just how? It's supposed to get rid of the Dark Society's wings, not ours. Cinder, he called. He heard a small bark from the cliff next to him, and Cinder appeared, along with Sapling and Trixie. Lead the way. Tunnel beckoned to the Society members to follow him, and they all walked back to the other foxes away from the lake. Okay, yeah, I know. So that's why the Grey Society didn't have wings. And then I have... Um... What is this called? What is this? Oh, yes. Aha, yes. This is amazing. This is cool. Kind of. Yeah, this is cool. This is, like, probably three weeks old writing. Okay, I didn't know what to name this yet, so it doesn't really have a name. Introduction to the Elements. Purity, represented by elk, resemble kindness, and what the good and what the words good person mean. Protection, represented by wolf, resemble ferocity. Cinder, represented by Grayford cat, resemble cunningness. Space, represented by panther, resemble universe. Ashwood, represented by beaver, resemble foundation. Constellation, represented by blackbird fox, resemble stars. Force, represented by tiger, resemble power. Mentality, represented by cheetah, resemble choices. Gravity, represented by crow, resemble flying. Levitation, represented by eagle, resemble floating. That was the introduction. Here's the prologue. And the prologue is going to be weird. So Stellar's point of view. And Stellar is a panther. She is part of space, the space element. She represents space element. Stellar's point of view. Stellar looked around. She got up, nudging her sister, Stella, with her paw. Stella looked over to Stellar. Stella, Stella's eyes were groggily staring up at Stellar, who was wide awake. Don't you want to see the day? Stellar asked. Stella sighed. No, go back to sleep. Stella turned her head back around, breathing deeply. Come on, please. Stella got in Stella's face. No, Stella hissed firmly, closing her eyes. We're not supposed to be out of this time. We're panthers, Stella insisted. Stella shrugged. Suit yourself. Stella turned around, padding toward the exit of the den. Stella grabbed Stella's tail. Stella's tail. You're not going out there, Stella, Stella hissed. It's not allowed. Okay, Flake's point of view. Flake is a wolf. He, re- he resembles protection. Wolves resemble protection, so he's part of protection element. Flake looked at the deer a few miles away, squinting his eyes so the snow wouldn't get in them. His sister, Oak, had assembled, had assembled a hunting pack because it was winter right now and flake's pack needed more food they didn't want to hunt elk and never would as it was the element of purity so flake's pack hunted deer instead which was a very good substitute for elk at some points the meat was a bit mushy though let's move shadow the command wolf for today started stalking the deer his paws making barely making any sound in the snow flake crouched walking as silently as he could through the mountain air and snow 
He got as close as he could to the deer until all the wolves stopped, waiting for another command from Shadow. Three. Shadow counted, flake tensed, hunching down so he would be ready to leap on the deer whenever ordered. Two. Shadow stepped forward a bit. One. And then all the wolves leaped. Then all the wolves leaped. Leaped. Flake landed on top of the deer, scratching it. The deer panicked, turned around, and started running. Flake fell off of the deer and watched it run into the distance. It was gone, and this hunt had yet been un unsuccessful. Okay, now, Flutter's point of view. And Flutter is part of the element of, um, Flutter's an eagle. Flutter's an eagle. She is part of, I think, um, gravity or levitation. I'm not sure which one. Flutter point of view. Flutter hovered in the air. Are you sure you don't want to go flying? Flutter asked as wind. Flutter asked wind as wind cleaned his feathers. Fine, we'll go flying. Wind looked up at Flutter, lifting in the air. It was early. It was early in the morning. The dew still on the leaves. Flutter soared away. Catch me if you can! She yelled at wind, flying higher. Flutter burst through the mist of the clouds, stretching her wings. Wait up! She heard wind call. Flutter shook her head and then dived down and back into, into range of owl forest. Even though it's called Owl Forest, that's where all the eagles live, just to make sure, just, you know, so you don't get confused. Flutter, Flutter heard wind call again. Wait, Flutter sighed and landed, waiting for wind to come into view. Wind came into view, bursting out of the clouds. Finally, Flutter shouted, lifting into the air and taking off. Flutter flew through Owl Forest, dodging the trees. Flutter then came to a clearing. Okay, we're here. Flutter hovered in the air for a moment, letting wind catch up to her. Come on, Flutter blurted out as wind caught up. Then both the eagles dove into the clearing and turned into the forest again for the trees' shade. Pepper's point of view. Pepper is, um, Pepper resembles forest and she's a tiger. I don't know what element she resembles, though. Uh, the element resemble she resembles, though, represents force. Um, but the element, yeah... I don't know what she is, um, but yeah, Pepper is a tiger. Pepper watched as Garden r rolled in the, in the grass. What are you doing? Pepper looked at Garden's tail, flinging up and down. Enjoying the cool grass, Garden looked at Pepper with confusion. What do you think I'm doing? It's so hot today and the grass is cold, Garden explained. How? Pepper asked, puzzled. It rains, Garden answered simply. Oh, Pepper sat down. So what do you want to do? Pepper looked around, wondering if there was any tree to climb. I don't know, Garden sat up. We should get out of this clearing, though. I think Pepper cut Garden off. There's clearings everywhere. Everywhere. We're never going to get out of the clearing, Pepper pointed out. Well, true, Garden considered. But we should go anyway. Come on. Garden's, Garden stood and started running out of the clearing, Pepper following after. Steel's point of view. Steel is a crow. Y you know I didn't bring it, right? Steel asked Caw as they walked through the halls of their school, Feather Elementary. You didn't? Caw looked surprised. Why not? You have a satchel and everything, Caw exclaimed. I know, I know. Steel shamefully looked down at his talons. Steel spread his wings, taking off into the sky. Sorry, my voice got a little scratchy there. Steel spread his wings, taking off into the sky. Ka caught up with Steel in the air, and they talked some more. I thought Ka was cut off by Steel. Was cut off by Steel. Was cut off by Steel. You told you never told me to bring it. Steel protested. I didn't know I absolutely had to bring it, Seal defended. Well, you didn't have to. I just needed it, Caw considered. Then they reached the nest. See you later, Caw and Seal waved at each other and then went in opposite direction. directions. Chop's point of view. Chop is a um, beaver, and he represents, I think, the um, ashwood element.
Chop, we should go. Mud nervously looked at the forest around them. Let's go back to the lake, Mud tried, but Chop wasn't convinced at all. You can, but I'm staying here, Chop studied the tree. These trees would be great for building, Chop noticed. Come on, Chop, let's go, Mud insisted. But these trees, don't you reckon we bring some back? Chop wondered. I mean, well, maybe. We can do that tomorrow, Mud concluded. Fine, Chop, Chop whined. The beaters started... The beavers started walking back, and then Chop noticed something. A spider was scurrying in a tree. Then Chop looked around, noticing all the trees and spiders on them. Um, uh, this is the forest of spiders, Chop yelled, and then both beavers ran out of the forest. Okay, now the um, point of views are going to get very, very short. I'm sorry about that. But um, this is Thought's point of view, and Thought is a cheetah, and she... And she represents the element mentality. Thought circled a small tree. It's growing, she leaped. I know, Promise laughed. We're fine, Thought agreed. Okay, what are we doing now, Promise asked. Waiting until this tree grows some more, Thought answered. Heel's point of view. Heel is an elk, and, she, and heel represents um, purity. Okay, okay, let me see. Heel started. Clam showed her the scratch, and Heel put moss on it. Let it rest for about a day, Heel suggested. Bye, Clem got up and left. All right, who's next? Okay, Nova's point of view. Uh, the, um, Nova is, um, a blackbird fox. I don't know what it, I don't, I forgot what they resemble, though. Woohoo! Days out from the hill. Come on, Nova! Days ran down the hill, laughing the entire way down. Coming, Nova called, starting to run down the hill. Okay, and then Cinder's point of view, the last point of view. The tenth point of view. There's ten elements. The tenth point of view. Cinder represents the... Um, represents... Cinder represents the Cinder element. Okay, here, the stranger whispered. Here's the amber glare whisper and wing. Tell nobody I had these. Then the stranger slipped back into the shadows. Okay, prologue over. The narrators aside. I love doing these things. Okay, the narrators aside. The narrators aside. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I didn't become that powerful in two seconds. If I had, then this story would be over. Oh, you don't know who I am? Well, I'm Cinder, and yes, I am named after the element I am. It is very rare to be named like that. So let me fill you in on this. There are four necklaces that all the elements are looking for, and those necklaces are Amber, Glare, Whisper, and Wing. Everybody is looking for these, and only one element can, can end up having them. Those necklaces cannot be separated, or else there's an equal share of power between four elements. But, a, four elements. but apparently, no one wants that. Everyone wants to be the most powerful and wants no one else to be. So yeah, that pretty much fills you in for now. Chapter 2. It would be nice to start something, wouldn't it? Ash looked over to Cinder. Oh wait, here's here's the thing. All the narrators aside, um, count as chapters, just to let you know. What do you mean? Cinder asked. Wouldn't it be nice to start a group to go looking for the necklaces? Or solve the biggest and smallest mysteries? To do everything that needed to be done, no matter what element they are or the animal they're helping are? To not judge anyone just because they're the purity element or part of the Cinder element. It would especially help if they found directions to go to the necklaces, and then the Cinderians would find them. Ash looked down at the floor. Well, Cinder considered this for a moment. But, 
Cinder tried to protest because she knew that none of the elements would agree on this. But she wanted to consider that this could happen in the future when there weren't so many things going on. None of the elements would agree to this, though, Cinder finally pointed out after, after a few moments. I mean, I totally would because it's not a bad idea, but someone else from a different element wouldn't even consider the fact that we could peacefully figure everything out. All they would do is fight over the necklaces, Cinder added. Well, I guess that's true, Ash sighed sadly. But wouldn't it be helpful, Ash looked up from the floor and put her gaze on Cinder, waiting for a reply. Yeah, Cinder meowed after a moment. Then why can't we do it? Ash looked toward the playground of, of Cinderians and smiled with hope. Ash, Cinder knew what Ash was about to do. Don't, and then Ash got up and ran out of the playground. Encourage them to do this. Cinder finished standing up and following Ash. Ash was already yelling at Cinderians on the playground whenever Cinder got there. P, um, uh, I was about to say P.S. Actually, um, Cinderians is what you call an animal part of the Cinder element. Cinderians. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was typing Cinderians, because, okay, yeah, no, you, you don't really need to, okay, you know what, I'm just gonna stop, I'm kind of confused, anyways, let's read. We must protect and honor all elements, even if we don't want to, Ash firmly stated. All the Cinderians were staring at her, nodding. Ash, don't do this to them again. They don't even understand what you're saying. Cinder pointed toward the Cinderians with their tail. They were all looking at each other and then pointing to any playground equipment and getting at it. Half of them were on playground equipment already and weren't paying attention to, to paying attention at all. Fine, Ash sadly patted away, Cinder falling behind. Okay, chapter three. I didn't put chapter three there, but the narrator's aside again. Ash, are you crazy? We can't do that. We have to continue playing along with the other elements until the necklaces are found, okay? You can't tell any anyone about what you're trying to form or else they'll gang up on us, on all of the center element. And you'll be th- and you'll be the one who put us in danger. Okay, there we go. That was some writing. Yep. Okay, that's my, um, um, and then I have, but I mean, I've been writing a lot of books, not fan fiction anymore, really. Um, oh, yes, this one. This one I'm going to save for an episode that I'm going to do, like, right after this one, because it's pretty long. This is my longest episode yet. I just looked at the time. This is 42 minutes long. I gotta go. Bye. I'm gonna do another episode, though, on this and introduce this. It's my work. Don't worry.